Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I am your host, Perry. With me is the Whiskey Mutant. And it's hard to hold a candle in the cold November rain. <laughs> happy, it's raining. It's happy November. No, well, yeah. I mean, it's not when we're recording, but in the time this episode comes out, it's the it's November, which it's is crazy. crazy. How did we get here? <laughs> Where am Last I? Last time it was November, I had a one month old. <laughs> and now you have a one year old. I'm aware. <laughs> And sad. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you're a first-time listener to the show, thank you so much for being here. Please go ahead and subscribe. If you are returning, hope you're well. Good to have you back. And uh, please go follow all our socials, at MyBourbonPod, at WhiskeyMutant. Go check out all of our apparel and merchandise, bourbonshop.threadless.com. Check out our YouTube pages as well. Uh, This is My Bourbon Podcast and Whiskey Mutant. And become a supporter of the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast for as little as a dollar a month. We've got a new patron we're going to give a shout out to oh, at the end of the episode as well. Nice. So, I'm pumped. Eric, yes. we finished up the Hawaii edition the Hawaii. of Sips and Snacks. We've now... <laughs> and now we've moved on to... What would... Shoot. The... Utah? Yeah, Utah. The yeah. Utah edition. The Utah edition. Uh, thanks to... <laughs> my, my brain is just broken. I'm really sorry. Thanks to Natalie and Jason. Yes. Got a whole new box of snizzacks. A whole new box. A brand new snack to pair with you. <laughs> I brought a mystery sample to pair today. Yeah, I don't, know what, uh, I don't know what's going on here. So, we have... Swiss rolls. Swiss rolls. But there's a catch. <laughs> Where's that box at? These Swiss rolls are not your normal Little Debbie Swiss rolls. Little Debbie. These are like a little vanilla flavored like sponge roll thing. Hmm. Um, They're very flat. <laughs> I was not expecting them yeah. to be as flat as they are. Made in Malaysia. Ooh. So I'll put a picture of this on the little, the little pre-post that we've been putting up. Yeah, I'm so bad. At, I've been so bad about posting recently. <clears throat> I've got so many things I need to post about, and I just am like, can't be bothered. <laughs> I got stuff to post. That's <laughs> no, not that. Oh, that's interesting. It's just like eating a marshmallow. It's like a little marshmallow cake, and you got to do a pour over with this too. Mm-hmm. Is this just Michter's Toasted Dry again? <laughs> no. Is it a turkey product? Mm-mm. Tastes like turkey to me for some reason. I like it, whatever it is. Well, unfortunately, I don't have a bottle of it. Because the sample itself was just sent to me. Oh, really? Yeah. But this is Good Times Rye, Toasted Rye, finished in apple brandy. <laughs> I was so close you with were. the toasted rye. And this is like eating like a, put them together and it's like a apple dumpling or something. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. At first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this whole thing. I'm going to finish this whole it's thing. Bomb. Yeah. Mm. It's small too. I mean, it's, it's not like it's, it's very light. Yeah. Oh, extremely light. It reminds me of those uh, little desserts, like when you you used to do, like Chinese buffets and stuff. 
Mm, yeah. The little, little rolls and stuff. You know what I did just realize, though? I am so not in the mood for sweets right now. <laughs> oh, my god! After last night's stream. <laughs> I got which, three cavities right now. Which we'll talk about in what we've been drinking mm-hmm. here in a second. But that was, a, that was a really good pairing. It was good. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Natalie. I'm looking forward to trying more of these. Yeah. So, Eric. Let's talk first about what we've mutually been drinking, then we get into some other things. We drank a lot last night. We did. Um, I drank more after the stream, which I shouldn't have. I kind of tapered down a little bit, but we ate a lot of candy and treats, and we drank a lot of whiskey with it. And it was all for Halloween. Um, Spooky time. I can't do it. It's got to be be on retainer for next year. You're... What you can't? I'm not gonna do it. I gotta think of a new phrase for November. I'll figure it out. It's so hard not to do it again. Okay, I'm good. You could just do turkey noises. Gobble gobble. It's just not the same. Okay, I'm good. What are you gonna do when it gets to Christmas time? Ho ho ho. I don't know. Right. I'm still in this. Spooky season. I know. Yeah, we're we're recording this at the tail end of the spooky season. Yes. So, yeah, but we it was all Halloween candy. Your Reese's, your Nerds, your um, Twizzlers. I almost said Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs. (laughs) (laughs) The worst house to go to. If I go to a house and I get Tic Tacs in my uh, Halloween bag, I'm throwing those back in there. Oh, get out of here. You, you pull it out and you stare at the person. You kick him in the knee and then you just throw it back at their face. I turn into the little trick-or-treat monster guy and I run in there. Turn into Dennis the Menace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the trick-or-treat monster, the little guy from trick-or-treat. Yeah. <laughs> movie's so weird. It's good. I really enjoyed it. It's so weird. Uh, anyway. Anything else you've been drinking recently you want to talk about? Um... Let's see. Man, I've just I've just been doing all these pairings and that's about the main thing that I've been drinking. I did I don't know if I said this on the last episode. I did get a new Jack Daniels barrel proof pick from the oh, I don't know Nashville if, Barrel Society. I don't know if you did say that. Mr. Adam Terry, thank yeah. you for that. I thought I was gonna have one, but I guess not. Maybe maybe we just have to share that one. <laughs> I don't want to have to keep sharing bottles with you. I want to be able. Mine to... is yours. I mean, that's yes, I agree, and that's fair. But I like. I want to have my own. <laughs> I want my own. I want my own room, mom. Anyway, but uh, had that. Um, man, it's just been all candy and whiskey for me. Like mm-hmm. everything you see on my page is what I've been drinking. And I went full blown, like knocking out like pairings all week. Yeah, I don't think it was last night that gave you cavities. <laughs> no, it's been the whole month. <laughs> this entire month. <laughs> oh, you know what else I had? What? Perry Russell's Revenge Batch. Oh, yes. A okay. very special batch. A special batch. Created by Perry Russell himself, blended by Perry, Swan, and myself. Mm hmm. And if you join the Facebook group, you can find out more information on how you may be able to obtain that. I don't do a good job about talking about the Facebook group 
it's there. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> and the number of people in it pales in comparison to how many listeners we have. So, well, I think I think we we should start doing the some more like giveaways over on that side of things, getting a little bit more yeah, absolutely. stuff going on over there. I'm so. also going to change the name of it to This Is My Bourbon Podcast Group because a lot of people kind of come into it and they think that it's just another bourbon group. Well, so look out. Have you ever noticed how many people like you? We're both in uh, Dad's Drinking Bourbon, their Facebook group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people that are like. That don't even listen to the podcast. What are you talking about yeah. when they say mention something about the podcast? Yeah. Because it's such just like Who's Zeke? Who is Zeke? <laughs> you did you review bourbon? What? But anyway, join our Facebook group. Yes, please. Some giveaways. Got some stuff going on over there. Um, so I picked up recently, and I have loved the heck out of it, as you know quite well. Oh yeah. This uh barrel pick. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized that that was very misleading. It's, it's so barrel- hard to explain it. It, when it you is. Say that. Well, it's barrel craft spirits, and they. Uh, it Total Wine did a pick that Chad, my daily bourbon, said is turkey, and Dave Jennings doesn't believe me, <laughs> and he doesn't believe Chad. So Chad, I'm not putting. I'm not trying to put Dave, Dave. on blast, but it, but the thing is like. <clears throat> I don't know. I trust both of them, but I don't know who to trust more in this situation because right. Dave, every time that he gets sent an NDP barrel that somebody says is turkey, he then sends it to Eddie and Eddie says, no, that's not turkey. So, but Chad, who, you know, is an important person at this total wine, I believe him. <laughs> like, I don't think that he would just say it's turkey to move a bottle. Just to, you know, pull one over on me. I kind of want, just with my history with Chad, I kind of just want to sit back and watch Chad and Dave debate this. (laughs) Just for my own entertainment. And I mean, maybe, like, Eddie can't say whether or not it actually is turkey. I doubt that's the case. I'm sure that he's very upfront with Dave when he has questions. But I just, like... It tastes like turkey. You've tried it. Yeah, it does. It, it's high proof. It's 120 proof, like 120.2. I, I wouldn't have even really picked it up if it were lower proof than that, just because of how fascinated I was with the fact that it was over turkey standard, like 114, 116 proofs that yeah. you normally see around. And I love it. I think it's fantastic. It's a little bit more on the expensive side, but, you know, I, I've, I've kind of reckoned with purchasing barrel products for a couple of reasons. One, nine times out of 10, they're just fantastic. And two, I, I mean, it's a really good way to find barrels of product that you might not be able to get otherwise. I mean, think about like if it's a Four Roses cast strength that right. might be in there. Mm-hmm. Instead of like going on secondary and paying hundreds of dollars for it, you could just buy a barrel, craft spirits, single barrels. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And you can get one at a much lower price. And I know that Bullet has a bunch of Four Roses picks, like they source their barrels, but those are still proofed down to 104. Like they're consistently 104. I don't know. I don't don't know. I like that. But I I will say they are still good. 
I mean, it's not to the detriment of the product. It's just, I want it to be at cast strength. So I think that it's a good alternative to some of these bourbons you might not be able to get otherwise. How long until we see bullet cast strength picks? Oh, it's got got to be next year. It's got to be coming. Got to be next year. I would not be be surprised. If, If we saw the TTV label for that next week, I would not be in the least bit shocked. I like it's just the way th- <laughs> this kind of goes. Yeah, it's like yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, just like uh, Ezra and um, Rebel. Yeah, it's it's bound to happen. I don't think that it's not going to happen. So. It needs to happen. It really does. It really does. And I, you know, I know that Bullet has some uh, some behind the scenes issues, but it's uh, it is what it is. So. Should we get into this? Are we going to battle? We're going to battle it out in the God octagon. Man. You sound like you're starting a motorcycle. <laughs> we got the battle. We got a good old-fashioned fa- face. Oh, good old-fashioned battle. <laughs> a good old-fashioned battle. Uh, yeah, so I did a video earlier this year on Maker's Mark FAE01. I said it was fantastic. I said that it's probably the best Maker's Limited release to come out so far. And FAEO2 just came out, and I figured instead of doing another video on basically the same thing, move it to the podcast. If you've not seen the video, go check it out. I had a really good time making it. That was the first produced video that I did for the channel that wasn't in uh, like a part of anything else. I mean, it was my first like actual content that I created. For Am I explaining this well? I don't think I am. So I'm just going to move on. Um. <laughs> I mean, I'm part of your OnlyFans, so I don't really understand. Hey, 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 hey. Because I know that at your first video. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness gracious. Anyway, uh, so we are going to do that on this week's episode. And I figured, and this just kind of popped into my brain, why don't we also compare it to RC6? Well, you know what? You twisted my leg, son. (laughs) Twisted your leg. Arm. You twisted my arm. I twisted your arm and I pulled your leg. You twisted my arm and you... Told me to have a good time, so I said, you know what? Oh, crap. I'm doing it. Everything's falling. It's my way of saying, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> it's very roundabout, and it confuses most people, but here we are. I've come to the conclusion that I do that a lot. What do you mean? Confuse people. <laughs> because I take the long way around of explaining things. You know, like rules and regulations to like giveaways and stuff. I, I mean, I, okay, to be fair... It did take me a couple of times to figure out what you were saying. I don't know. In my head, it made perfect sense. Yeah. However. Coming out of my mouth. However, I think after that second time that you explained it, it made sense. Okay. But I got to be honest with you, that meme from Patrick was so funny. Oh, Patrick got me good. (laughs) Oh, I've got a new TikTok out, too. Go check it out. It's funny. He's a TikToker. I am. Um... I may, so are you. I may have a new TikTok and a reel coming out cool. this weekend, which had already passed if you're listening, so check that out. When was the last time you had RC6? It's been a minute. Uh, 108.2 proof. Oh, it's from 2019. I didn't realize it was that long ago. But, I mean, it makes sense. Last year was, what, the SE4 PR5 or whatever the heck? Yeah. The droid? The Gundam mobile suit, yep. Gundam RX-78, Maker's Mark. 
So I, I have had FAEO2. Is this my glass? Dude, this is... You probably don't want to use that. No. I got two glasses. Sorry. I'll be all right. Um, yeah, I had FAEO2 Monday night at my mom and dad's. I'd never had it before. I thought it was pretty good. It needed a little bit of time to open up, but I didn't get the chance to compare it to FAEO1. So that's what we're doing today. Can I get the bottles, please? Oh. <laughs> this, this is my <laughs> review. Get your own. <laughs> but you said you have what yours is mine. There's one. Sick. I mean, I guess I do have a bottle of wine that I could have made do with and just acted like I knew what I was saying with two. I just always say, no, 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 no. You go first. You go first. You go. I just go, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> so what's the proof on the FAEO one? FAE to the one is 110.6. And the two is 109.1. So... I'm going to say, just so we don't have to keep saying FAEO1 and FAEO2, let's just say 1 and 2. 1 and 2. <laughs> I can barely say FAE. I can't even say it unless I think about it. I'm saying fail. Fa fail. 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 Fail to. Fail to. You have to say it in your Mario accent, though. It's the fail to. Uh-oh. Wow. There's only so many things I can say with the toad accent, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he only has like three lines anyway. Yeah. It's an FAO one and the two. Man, RC6 has such a good nose. RC6 is 108.2 proof. This is still one of the best ones. Oh, yeah, for sure. The six. Oh, it's like Cracker Jacks. Did you just take a swig from the bottle? I did. Awesome. Mmm. It absolutely is Cracker Jacks. Yeah, man. Oh, so spicy on the mid palate. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm just. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> the spice is very, very evident there. And the the proof on these, I mean, that's pretty much cast strength, right? For oh, Maker's yeah. Mark, yeah, it's yeah. Usually that one ten mm. something range. And it's just spot on for this. I I mean, as much as the high proof lover in me wants to like have a maker's mark that's like 120 plus proof or something. Yeah. I just don't know like cuz you get so much spice and you get such a good finish on these at you know like 110. Yeah. I don't I don't think it needs it. I don't think it needs it, no. I mean, I I of course am just interested in general as what that would look like. But nah, I'm good. I'm still wanting to try a maker's mark like a true single barrel just to see. So I I found out something really disappointing recently oh no i was under the impression that this single barrel that has your name on it at makers when you join the ambassador program that when it is ready and you go and pick up your bottles it was at cast strength it's at 90 it's at 90 no i was so bummed when i no. found out i mean at least it's a it's a single barrel you know from makers that you get to try but i just want to know what a, like we've been straight saying out of the barrel i wanted it to be cast strength so yeah. badly i'd be willing to pay extra <laughs> for the cast strength you know makers mark i know you're listening just send us a sample there's a good chance actually i got to meet their west coast rep last week really yeah uh, i had a I, I was working my my tour job 
and he uh, he flew in from Seattle, and he he and some buddies went to Keeneland, and so end of the day, I was like, hey, do do you ever go on podcasts? And he said, yeah, absolutely. And so we exchanged information and everything. So he'll probably be on before too long. I like it. His name's Dave. Super awesome guy. Really enjoyed getting to meet him. Um, but did you ever have the the pick that Joseph Brazo brought in? It was a maker's pick. No, I don't think I've been. Uh, I've missed. Uh, last time he was in, I wasn't. Uh, I think I was doing something else. I can't remember if I have any left. If I do, I'll let you try it. Um, but I was floored by how good it was. And the rep was like, yeah, I was on that pick. <laughs> I helped with that pick. No biggie. It's like, it's like all right. That's fine. I want to. I, I wonder if there was any rap on uh, sexual chocolate because that's still my top <sighs> makers pick. Did Ernie's have any of that left? No, I have. I got, oh, I got the last bottle. Did you really? I did. Good for you, man. I did. That's I fantastic. saw it there and I, I took it. I mean, I probably would have done the same thing. So <laughs> worth it. I do not blame you at all. Would you just have the old one? This is the old one, and comparing to the RC. The nose is a little more muted, I feel like. Or it's a little, it's not as bright, like you said. Yeah, that's, that's what muted means. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more... It's like you took the brightness and you turned it down. <laughs> you dimmed it. It's like if the colors weren't as strong. I get more um, maple, Yeah. maybe a little bit more baking spices on this one compared to the RC6, was, which was like... Cracker Jacks. Yeah. I get a lot more cherry on this, too. Yeah, I get the cherry on the palate. And it's almost like a... It's like a cherry candy. Like a kind of... Uh, not quite the hot ones. Not like the cinnamon candy. The show? <laughs> no, not the show. Did you... Did you have you done an episode with hot sauce or anything? No. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we got to pair. Pair everything. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have a low, I have a pretty low heat tolerance. Well, I poop a lot. <laughs> so... <laughs> it could be a recipe for disaster or it could make for some great content. That sentence has never been said on this show before. <laughs> I'm trying to just it's, make, it's, you make know what? this my... You this know. is your thing. I want you to make... Just get a feel for the space. Just kind of work around with it. Do your thing. I want you to be yourself in this space. Oh. <laughs> yeah, cherry candy. Almost a little bit of cough drop, like that kind of cherry. You still on the one? Yeah. The two is like a completely different ball game. There is not hardly any finish on one. I'm moving the two now, but man, yeah. that, there's no finish on one. Whoa. It's so different. It's got that like bourbon is hanging in the atmosphere that Rick Houses have. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, you're exactly right. Like it's it's very it's much oakier than the one was. 
it smells so much older. I know. Yeah. Well, just like you said, oaky and older. It smells like a barrel. It really does. Whoa. So different on the palate, too. I don't get hardly anything until the finish, like right on the back of my tongue. Yeah, it starts out like all alcohol on the front end. Mm. But then it goes like, it almost tastes like a rye whiskey. It doesn't taste wheat at all. No. I'll tell you that. I would have been, if you had blinded me with this, I would have sworn up and down that this was a rye. There's, yeah. Man. There's so much rye spice on the back, especially on the finish. And there's no. So strange. Yeah. What? So. Yeah, let's look at the finishing staves here. So one is 10 virgin toasted American oak staves. And then the two is 10 virgin toasted French oak staves. French oak has always, to me, imparted this weird, this weird spice to bourbon. Well, there it is. So I think that's 100% where that's coming from. I don't like to talk too much about, like, what's causing things in in flavors but I, it's it's kind of impossible for me to ignore this one in particular just because how similar my experience has been with french oak in the past it's i don't know if i like it though <laughs> like it's it's so flat up front it's flat. and the spice is so strange on the back end it's very and it's Compared to the first one, the one right on the end and the finish, it it coats it coats you too. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's like very coating. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, there's nothing up front. It's just like drinking alcohol, and then you get oak and rye on the end and on the finish. The fact that it's rye is just yeah crazy, crazy, crazy to me. So here's a fun a fun thing on the back of the bottle, which now that I'm reading this, I think we kind of hit it on the head, honestly. The first release, FAE01, is fruit forward with more focus on barrel extractives. Did I say that right? I guess. E-X-T-R-A-C-T-I-V-E-S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Extractives. The second release, FAE02, is texture-focused yeah. to really highlight the Maker's Mark mouthfeel. It's round, creamy, and mouth-coating. So you know what this means. They're making us do the blending work. <laughs> like, these are two products. And we're going to blend them together right now. Absolutely, we are about to do that. Yes, we are. But these are two products that should exist as one. And they... Put them separate, and they made them. They made them into separate batches. Maker's Mark, blend your own bourbon. <laughs> what everybody wants for Christmas. Blend your perfect bourbon. All right. Which actually is kind of cool. I mean, if if distilleries did that kind of thing, where they sent out or they had like samples available of, you know, single barrels or cast mm-hmm. strength products or whatever, and that you would got be like a cool the, kit. Wouldn't it be though? Yeah. It would teach people what uh, what goes into blending. And I understand that it's something that not a lot of distilleries can do, but still, like, 
That would be so awesome. This is my bourbon podcast. Make your worst George T. Stag or make your best George T. Stag. <laughs> A literal thing that we've done before <laughs> very recently. Prices may vary. <laughs> so I, I had about the same amount left in each glass, so I'm currently blending mine together. And I've got to drink down mine just a little bit. That's pretty funny that we... I mean, it, it makes perfect sense that you've got two things that you blend together yourself right now. I mean, it, it's it's cool, and I know that it's not like what they intended, but it does very much feel like these two products were made to be had together. Yeah, because one, it's got all the notes. It's got all like the flavor. And then two, has got the finish and everything, but it's not really got anything much else going on. Mm -mm. So it makes perfect sense to put them together to make the FAE3. I Ever since you said that Heaven Hill should do uh, by the way, we can go buy Heaven Hill products again. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and there was much rejoicing. <laughs> Yay. Everybody's back at the gift shop. Well, I guess they probably never left, honestly. Yeah, true. Um, but ever since you said that Heaven Hill should do like a fourth batch of ECBP and it's all three of them blended together yeah. at the end of the year, I've not been able to stop thinking about that. <laughs> I would love that and so I much. And I want that so badly. I want more distilleries to just be creative and have fun. Like, here, okay. I'm gonna go on a bit of a rant. Do it, and I'm gonna be as I'm gonna be as specific as I can be without putting anybody on blast. Ooh. I have just felt recently, and this has been kind of stewing for me for a while, that bourbon is starting to feel less fun. And I I can understand that maybe part of that is the fact that we're not able to get together as much as we used to, and we're just much more cautious, and we're not like constantly going and hanging out with people and doing bottle chugs and. You know, it, it's it's all very limited to like social media or or Zoom hangouts or or what, but it just doesn't feel as accepting as it used to, and it doesn't feel as inclusive as it used to either. And maybe it's just that I've realized something that has been going on for a long time anyway. But I I'm so I've just been bummed about the community recently. I'm not talking about the podcast community. Podcast community continues to be just amazing. And you guys are the best. And we love all of our listeners. And yes, I think it's do. just, I couldn't ask for a better support group and a better group of people to just encourage us and, and to say, hey, keep going. And I mean, we've done 200 episodes. I mean, that's crazy to me. But it just is, it's it's the community at large. I there's way more complaining than like, I don't know what you would say, like positivity. Yeah, or no, like exactly. Fun. It's just people will complain more than they will like say good things about something. And I mean, I again, part of that could be a product of the fact that the the past two years have just been, but just bonkers, and nobody has the same outlook on life or the same perspective that they did before the pandemic that could very well be the case but at the same time this was always kind of our and i hate to use this phrase but i think it's fairly appropriate safe space mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i mean this was just kind of where we went to feel good and have fun and and not feel the immense pressure of 
trying to impress somebody or trying to convince somebody that they need to try something one way or think about something another way. It was just always like, we're all working together, but independently of one another to maintain and, and to grow the community and, and the status of something that we love so much. And it's just, it's gotten so frustrating and not boring. Boring's not the right word, but it's just, I don't know. It's like a broken record sometimes. It's like the same. Yeah. People are saying the same things. They're complaining about the same things. They're giving people hell about the same things. And it's just, it gets old. It really it does. does. I, I will say, though, here's the, the one anomaly that I've noticed. I don't think I've seen, and correct me if I'm wrong, any particular backlash towards Buffalo Trace for not putting out George T. Stagg. Like, I'm not really seeing posts uh, from people complaining about it or going, I can't believe they did that. Or, no. It's it's just kind of like a general understanding or just feeling like, yeah, okay, that's fine. We'll see it next year. It'll be it'll be good. It'll be fine. For, for the most part, I mean. But then another company puts out a four-year-old raw or something and charges a little bit more and everybody loses their mind. Yeah. <laughs> And, and we can talk about that, too. That's something that I think is very relevant to the moment. But, I mean, they've got a... Yeah, so this, you're talking about the Blue Run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Four-year-old rye and a four-year-old high rye bourbon, right? Yeah. That it, Both are $100. <sighs> um, here's the thing. Blame Jim Rutledge all you want. I don't think that's his fault. I really don't think that's Jim Rutledge's fault. I think that he's... I, I like to think of it the same way that I thought of Dixon when he was still with Kentucky Al. Yeah. He makes the product, and as far as like marketing goes, that's left up to the rest of the people. Pricing, all that good stuff. They have accountants for a reason. I don't think that... I, I don't think we should blame Jim at all for this. So I don't know. I mean, it, it's just kind of like, I I'm I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> I want to try it. I do want to try it. I desperately want to try it. But I cannot justify picking up a bottle at that price. No, and it's one of those things that if I got to try it and I was like, wow, this is worth the hundred dollars. Yeah. Then I would be more inclined. Two completely different things. Yeah. Two completely different things in my mind. But as far as like, I think uh, what we were saying before about you know buffalo trace and all that it's like i'm kind of like this is a you know newer company they don't they don't have as much stuff all that and everybody's <laughs> just giving, giving i gotta be honest with you it makes buying bookers at 80 or 90 dollars seem attractive <laughs> like it makes me reconsider my stance on whether or not i would buy bookers right and i mean i'm not going to right now but just can't justify that price point anyway is i think that's all of my my side of the rant do you have anything else you want to say <laughs> i was just going to say like as far as like people not really saying much about buffalo trace and you know then something like that comes out and people are going crazy over it i don't know i feel like i guess just where buffalo trace more established and all that people are just gonna let it go this is kind of the new person on the block people are gonna like you know give it a little bit more hell per se yeah and i mean 
you know, everybody was willing to give. <laughs> See, okay, that's apples to oranges. I was going to say everybody was willing to give Wilderness Trail and New Riff a chance with their four and six year old products. But those were not a hundred dollars. But a they bottle. were fifty fifty dollars half the price. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. All I know, I want to try it. I want to know if it's really worth that price range. I'm not saying anything bad about it because we've not tried it. But unless somebody gives me a sample or something like that, I probably won't be buying no. any. Anyway, my final statement on all of this is keep bourbon fun. Yes. Keep please. it fun. Make it fun. Allow it to be something that was so great and so inclusive and i just i I know i'm complaining about complaining but (laughs) that's the whole reason that i'm that we have a podcast yes (laughs) that's the whole reason i listened to the podcast i started listening to you know listen to other people because they keep it fun that's the whole reason i pair snacks Mm -hmm. with bourbon it's to just keep it fun like i don't want to just sit and like know something and then put it in the shelf and then whatever you know get it out share it with people grab your snack watch a movie you know whatever just keep keep it fun yeah man all right the nose on this (laughs) f-a-e-o-3 is what i'm calling this one is awesome (laughs) 1.5 and 1.2 i'm i was never good with math i don't know it really did kind of perfect <laughs> the two products. How bizarre. Wow. It gives. Now you have notes and you have a finish. You have a complete product. Now, now you have something that people, I think, would enjoy a lot more. I'm not saying that people don't enjoy the one or the two, but I think that once it actually is put together... I mean, it, if you if you have them both, put them together because you're going to find out this is like a complete. If they come out with an F A E three and it's just these two put together, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm a riot. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the RC six though. Um, is, I do too, but I I just I I if nothing else, buy both of these bottles and blend them together. Yeah. I mean, this this is a much better product than either of these are on their own. If I had the disposable income, I would buy two more bottles and then <laughs> blend them into one. Make a big liter. Well, no, it would be, what, 1.75? Would that be two or yeah. a liter? Yeah, 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 yeah 1.75. One, get one right. of those big, huge Maker's Mark bottles and just blend them all together. <laughs> Man, Maker's handles yeah, those are, are insane <laughs> looking. <laughs> It's the same with uh, Eagle Rare. Those handles. Oh, and seventeen ninety two <laughs> handles. Those they look cursed. <laughs> look they like look, somebody you, squished, like just took it, just took their giant hands and just squished the bottle into like. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see when the first Mario Maker came out? The the long Mario. Oh yeah, that's what it looks like to me. The cursed long Mario from it just shouldn't be Mario there. It Maker. just shouldn't be something. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> sorry, side sidetracked about how bizarre handles look. So comparing these two, I don't know if I have a, now that I've blended them together and I've got it in my head that they are two separate products meant to be one. I don't know if I can say <laughs> one is better than the other because I like the two together the most. I mean, I think if I had to choose, I like one better than I do too, 
because it actually feels like I'm drinking something. Yeah. <laughs> like, one, one has the notes. Yeah. Yes. But two is just very flat up front. And I understand that it's a texture thing that they're trying to go for. And they did. But nobody is buying a bottle of bourbon <laughs> solely based on mouthfeel. Just that. <laughs> this one tastes like crap, but it feels good in my mouth. All right. What? I'm sold. Oh. Oh, Man. that's yeah, what she said. No, got me. <laughs> got him. Um, All right, remind me. I've got four more left to do this four. hour. Dude, together, though, I like that. I'm going to make me one more little blend of this. I don't mind that at all. You want some more? Um, uh, Yeah, why not? It's Friday. <laughs> so, what do we learn from this? Buy RC6 if you see it. Check. Um, I think I like SE4 PR5 better than both. Oh, yeah. Of these. And um, are you really just going to put the bottle back down after you offered it to me again? No, I'm going to blend them together, and I'm going to hand you both bottles at oh. the same time. Oh, you know what I'm actually going to do? Instead of that, I'm going to put the RC6 in it. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'll do that, too. So. Because we know that the two FAEs are good together. Um, there's two. Well, I'm, I'm actually good now. Oh, you got enough? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's. Oh, yeah. I'll get some before you're you good. leave. You're good. <laughs> I'll get some for the rest of my day. Anyway. And then let me get some six. But yeah, if you're going to buy both of the FAEs, uh, blend them together. <laughs> yes. I, it's, it's just a, it's a much better product than either of these two on their own. How about, Eric, we go, we go tipping and bitten. Just a tipping and bitten all just the way down the way. Just a tipping and a bitten. Tipping and a bitten. So what do you got for tips and bits this week, Eric? Well, blend that RC6 in there, too. Oh, my word. Changes it? Oh, yeah. Especially on the front. Mm. I know I just said this, but boy, it really helps the mouthfeel. <laughs> it does. So tips and bits. Have I? I feel like I've talked about this a lot, but I don't know if I've ever actually put it in this segment. But have I mentioned Cowboy Bebop? Um, Maybe. Well, I feel like you probably have, but I I know where you're going with it. Oh, yeah. So, Cowboy Bebop is an anime, which it's it's almost impossible for me to say that it's not my favorite anime. I know it. my favorite lists change, just like, you know, people's bourbon lists change and all that, but Cowboy Bebop will be in my top three no matter what, whether I'm feeling like it's number one or number two or number three, it's going to be there. And it's currently on Netflix because there's a live action version of Cowboy Bebop coming out. Mm -hmm. So Cowboy Bebop, uh, the original anime came out in 1998 and it just changed, it changed my outlook on shows. Like I loved it so much, but one of the best anime, the music, it made me appreciate soundtracks and shows. It made me appreciate voice actors and it just made me appreciate just all around storytelling. Um, nice. But it revolves around these bounty hunters in space. It's set in the future. And they're going from planet to planet, just getting bounties. They're always broke, trying to fix the ship. So they're trying to get bounties. And sounds, then It sounds very Star Wars-y. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah. Um, there, there's a Corgi as one of the crew members, which is amazing. I love Corgis. Um, but every episode is kind of like a different bounty. And then maybe every like fifth episode 
is a episode about this major story that's happening in the background. So you'll get some standalone episodes and then a major story, standalone, all that. It's like 25 episodes. It's so good. Uh, it's an anime that I would recommend for just anybody. Wait, 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 wait. It's only 25 episodes? Yeah. Really? I thought yeah. it was multiple seasons of a show. Mm-mm. It's like two anime seasons, which is usually like 12 episodes. Yeah. And so, yeah, you you have plenty of time right now. I think the, the live action comes out November 19th. So you have plenty of time if you want to watch the anime. You don't have to because I've been reading a lot that you can watch this and just go on. But I encourage you to watch this anime. It's amazing. I, I'm definitely going to. And, and knowing that it's that short kind of helps me a little bit. Um, just because I was like, I don't know if I have time to get into like an eight season no, show right no. now. But yeah, I can handle 25 episodes. And there, there's been a lot. It's so funny because it's just like anything else. It's just like being, it's like being a big bourbon fan. And then you see like a label that you don't know anything about, but you start judging what the product may be. Yep. So when stills and teasers of this live action started coming out, people just started ripping it because they didn't think that John Cho was a good Spike. They didn't think that Faye, which is the main female character, her clothes were right. Faye 01 or Faye 02? Oh! It was all leading up to that. <laughs> we scripted this podcast. Did you not know that? <sighs> Got me. Dope. Um, <laughs> but people were mad because Faye's clothes. Because in the anime, she's a little bit more skimpy. And then in the, oh, come on. the live action, she's got like kind of like more. It's 2021, people. More of like what you would think like a bounty hunter would wear. Because in the anime, normally bounty hunters wouldn't wear what she's wearing. But either way, people just ripped it. And this latest trailer that came out just made me get so excited for it because it's so true to the anime and a lot of live action anime adaptations are not so i'm 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 giving myself hope that this is going to do the original anime justification but either way cowboy bebop watch it and i'd probably drink jack daniels with it because spike is always at a bar or something yeah. and there's a few times where you maybe see a little bit of jack daniels in the uh, background i wonder if it's going to make it into the actual like live action show we'll see i'm i'm, I'm excited to find out so <laughs> um i have watched so many movies recently yes scary movies all all, all scary movies no nope, can't do it Okay, I'm good. It's all right, buddy. I'm good. You'll be all right. I'm good. And I'll 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 talk specifically about a couple of them, but I'll name them all off. Um, James and the Giant Peach, which Classic. I hadn't, hadn't seen in years. Oh, it's so creepy. It's, it's it's depressing more than anything. Mm. I feel like. <laughs> Watch the Lighthouse again, which I've spoken about on the podcast before. One of my favorite movies of all time. Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Oh craziness so good though dude it is so dude. good um i i talked about get out on the podcast right yeah yeah i finally watched us <laughs> i think you mentioned that one last week too did i mm-hmm. you didn't say much about it well it uh it was i thought it was 
genuinely scarier than Get Out was. Yeah. Like, I think so. It was. It felt more like a horror movie than Get Out mm-hmm. does. I, it, Get Out's just more psychological, psychological. than anything. But gone. like there was a a point where I just I was watching us and I was like, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> like I got a little spooked by it. But it it's it's amazing. I think I even like it a little bit better than I do Get Out, and I love Get Out. I think I'm on that side of things too. I think just as the like suspense and the horror, yeah, and the scare, I think that kind of puts us in another level to me. Also, Tim from Tim and Eric is in it yeah. as like a major character. I was not ready for that at all. <laughs> He's so good at that movie, though. He plays that role perfectly. Anyway, oh, we also watched Midsummer. Oh my! You know that movie. <laughs> will make me feel it makes me feel so nervous and uncomfortable and things aren't even happening but it's just oh it's the atmosphere the atmosphere and the that cult or whatever you want that village whatever you want to call them it just keeps me on edge and it makes me feel so uneasy when yeah. i watch that and I, I like i know that you know the first thing that you see from I, i'm going to i'm going to spoil it a little bit it's a movie that's been out for 2 years so Honestly, if you've not seen it by now, I don't think you're going to, because that probably means it's not your cup of tea. Uh, it was barely my cup of tea, <laughs> especially <laughs> once I got into it. And I was like, uh, like I could feel my palms getting really, really sweaty oh. during it. But so the the first big thing that you really see, I guess, is the beginning of their Midsummer Festival, uh, which is a tradition in a lot of Swedish Nordic culture. Uh, but the the thing that just turns the tide and turns the tone of the entire movie is when they perform a ceremonial suicide ritual, oh. which talking about some gore. I, I wasn't ready for it. You want to see somebody's face explode on a rock? Literally cave in, oh. literally gets caved in. I like, I felt my stomach drop when it happened. And I kind of, like, Lucy's not big on horror. She's really not very big on gore either. And, like, as it was happening, I was like, did we make a mistake? <laughs> did, should we really be watching this? Together? Like, that's very much a movie that I would watch by myself. Because Lucy wouldn't want to oh, get into it. So, the thing that is, and when you watch this, you start to see the characters change to where they start like there's one character that totally just starts accepting everything and, and you're well, like and and they all but they all start turning on each other yeah though. like it's not that they had a very copacetic relationship to begin with but holy moly they are just it's mutiny all around man yeah. it is backstabbing like and turning face you see and two people jump off a cliff turning heel i guess sorry facing hill there yeah. you go wrestling terms but you see two people jump off a cliff and then everybody's just like all right that's how we do things around here and you just still stay there i'm like you got to get away from this place i would i would leave so quickly i mean i i know that it's i know how the movie ends (sighs) acceptance but like i i wouldn't even i wouldn't second guess it if i had important possessions there i would leave them i would just run (laughs) 
the people. <laughs> like, yeah. I wouldn't even think twice about it. I would just run as far as I possibly could. The villagers, just the way they stare and look, just make me uncomfortable. Now that I'm thinking, I'm getting unc- uncomfortable thinking about this movie right I, and now. I'm, I'm getting, like, twitchy and and Because I'm remembering fidgety. things now. Yeah. But the... Bear suit. Uh, <laughs> that scene, that is the scene I think that messed me up the most. Because, like, for one... The, the process of burning a body, to me, I don't want to ever smell that. <laughs> but some part of my brain, like, has tricked me into knowing what that smells like. So when that happens, it, I, it was what we were talking about the other yeah. night. Instead of, like, synesthesia, which is, you know, seeing, uh, seeing music as color, or hearing music as colors, um, I have this thing where I will get a phantom smell stuck in the bridge of my nose. And it's not detrimental to my ability to like smell bourbon or taste bourbon. It's just this thing that I've had since I was a kid. I mean, it's one of my earliest memories and it just gets lodged in my nose for like weeks. And it, I mean, it's no more than like two weeks typically, but it just like that scene happened. (laughs) There it is. And it just like hit, and I thought at first that I was having like an aneurysm or something, or like, <laughs> like because I thought I thought I was bleeding from the nose, <laughs> the way that the smell hit me. Um, but it it was it was messed up, man. And Florence Pugh is phenomenal. She is an incredible actor. And the funny the funny thing is thinking of. How she is in Black Widow, and then watching that, <laughs> you're like, whoa, like she's not just funny action. Like, there's nothing funny in this movie. There's a couple funny moments. I guess with the. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, when that guy's head gets caved in, I was rolling. <laughs> when that one guy's like, looked like he was wearing his face as a mask and stuff. Like, not looked like he was. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that movie's crazy. It's it it it's a lot to unpack and it's very dark and unsettling. Mm-hmm. But anyway, happy November everybody. <laughs> oh, well that does it for this week, I think. I'm uncomfortable. I am too. And I'm sad cuz I don't I didn't I didn't get to say the the thing. I'm well, not going to do it. I'll give it to I'll, I'll no, let you do mm-mm. it once. No. Yes. All right. That's officially the last one until next year. Next year. I can't wait to bring it back. I'm already excited for it. I'm excited for it too. And any other little changes that it that <laughs> might undergo. I'm gonna do the longest one ever. You did a really long one. Last <laughs> oh week. yeah, I was like <laughs> It was a full like ten seconds. <laughs> I was I was editing and I was like, is this really still going? <laughs> so anyway. Thank you all so much for listening. Genuinely, uh, I had a really good time this week. It's been it a, a lot good of fun. Week. Yeah. yeah, I felt like I just had a lot of stuff kind of built up, and it was time to kind of have a little therapy session. Wahoo! <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's anyway. me, Chris Pratt. Where can people find you on social media? <laughs> you can find me at Whiskey Mutant on Instagram. Just pairing all the stuff, movies, candies. Anything else? Cakes? Go follow his uh, 
his YouTube page too. Yeah. Go subscribe. I'm, I'm stuck at like 35 subscribers. I hate when that happens. We've been <laughs> so, stuck at 1,040 for like two months. So, you know, 1,040, 35, it's pretty close I'm not, number. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I wasn't trying. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Well, if you want to give Eric 1,005 more subscribers, <laughs> go search for Whiskey Mutant. Are you going to be on Twitter soon? Twitter? Yeah. Because you talked about changing your, your old handle. Oh, I did. Handle. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. So I'm it's, on Twitter. So Whiskey it's Whiskey Mutant. Mutant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. ever do anything. I'm, I guess I got to start doing stuff on there now, too. You can, right? share, you can share TikToks and Reels and Instagram posts there, too. All right. Find me on Twitter. There you go. If you want to find me, I'm at pritter1492. I'm going to change my handle soon, by the way. Ooh, to, to what? P. Ritter 1792. Ritter Mutant? No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Bourbon Pod Perry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, P. Ritter 1492 for now. Uh, and you can also become a follower of the show itself at my Bourbon Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on the iTunes podcast app. I haven't checked in a couple of days, but I don't think we have anything new. I've not got any screenshots uh, from... Review-wise non-podcast app reviews yeah i think that bit's over <laughs> bring it back bring it back baby bring it back bring it back baby nope nothing new that's all right uh but you can and and there's other ways to review the podcast as well oh actually we do have a review i totally forgot about it uh from bill robarge oh where do you review that on uh, uh it, it's a um it's an Android-only oh. podcast app. Oh, is Instagram down? Oh, no. You have got to be kidding me. Instagram is down right Again? now. Again? What am I going to do all day? I'm an Instagrammer. It's not down for me. All right. Well, Instagram's not loading for me, and Bill hasn't replied with those uh, reviews. So we'll read those off next week. Are we in the same? Did he put it in the... No, no. It was, was... He sent it to me privately. Okay. So... Uh, well, let's see what else. You can find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.thirdless.com. You can find our Facebook group. If you go to Facebook and search for This Is My Bourbon Podcast Group. I'm changing the name of it this week. So, Changes are coming. Uh, we're going to do some fun stuff over there very, very soon. So check in on that. You can get in on the uh, Perry Russell giveaway. Yes. Over there as well. Oh, goodness gracious. Perry Russell. <laughs> we haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, we'll get an update from him soon, I'm yeah. sure. You can send questions or comments to thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. You can leave us a barrel ring at 859-428-8253. It's voicemail, but we'll uh, we'll listen to on air. Or send us like just send us like a voice memo. Yeah. Just like on your phone. Yeah. Send it to me or Perry on Instagram yeah. and we'll play it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll respond to it. We'll do one a week. Yeah. It'll still be called barrel ring, so. That's the same. Yeah, exactly. Ring ring. <laughs> Hit the ringer. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash podcast for as little as one buckery do a month. <laughs> buckery do. Uh, buckery do. And for as little as $5 a month, you get a bunch of bonus content, which includes the pregame chats, early access to all episodes. And why can't, why is my brain breaking? Why can't I find the Patreon app? Perry's broken. Oh, it's right there. It's just a different color right now. <laughs> But as I said at the top of the show, we do have a brand new patron. Explosions. This, from a week ago. Uh, the Embellish Podcast. The Embellish Podcast? Yeah, at the $10 tier. So thank you guys so much for subscribing to our Patreon. I'm hoping you guys have one as well. 
and uh, we can push some people your way. But uh, embellish pod. Yeah, I just uh, I'm following them on Instagram. Oh well, there you go. Oh, they got a nice little Instagram page. I'm gonna talk about them for a second. Got some good stuff here. I like their logo. Talk about product stories that are both interesting and sometimes controversial. Mm, okay. Well, thanks for joining. Sounds like a little collaboration might have to Collab. come up in, the, up in the near future. So anyway, thank you also to all of our patrons. We appreciate you guys. You know, the best. You're thank wonderful. you. And I think that does it for this week. Not sure so. what's happening next week, though. Hey. Something. We'll figure out something. More bourbon. <laughs> Definitely more bourbon. Absolutely. Maybe some more blending. Oh, 100%. At some point, we have to do your How I Pair Things episode. Oh, yeah. I gotta, gotta figure something out special <laughs> for that. Remember to bring your PowerPoint. Oh, and if you're listening to this, get caught up on your 10-bit knowledge because we yes. are going to play... A fun game on the live stream. Some I don't know how we're going to figure out who gets to play. Maybe some giveaways or something. But somebody is going to play for a really good bottle. And it's all going to be based on your knowledge of the show. Stay tuned. I'm excited. That does it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you real soon. But until then, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast. For a second, I thought you said Swan wrong. <laughs> like, uh, like I'm Perry, I'm Swan, but you said Eric instead, and I was like, my brain just for a second just completely stopped working. I was oh. like, why did he say Eric and not Swan? Can I have some of that Kentucky Owl?